Welcome to the Warrior Families Movement, where we learn how to create lives and homes in which you and your family are all passionately engaged in using your gifts and the fight for good. I'm your host, Karen Bates, and I'm excited to journey with you as we learn to let go of the weights of distraction, perfectionism, comparison, and control, so we can freely walk with courageous purpose and loving presence on our unique paths. Each episode is designed to shine light on a step you can take toward your inspired dreams and vision for lifting your family and lighting the world. Hi, everyone. Welcome back. I was driving home from girls camp yesterday. I went up to help for a couple of nights and I was thinking about how it's been a while since I've done a podcast and I was thinking about why what was holding me back because I knew I had been inspired to start a podcast and to post on it weekly but I hadn't been and the excuse I had was just a lack of time. It's been pretty crazy around here lately and then I thought more about it and I realized that I was suffering from indecision and which is another way of saying just perfectionism paralysis, where you feel like you've got things to do or decisions to make, but you want to make the perfect ones or do it the perfect way. And you just stop progressing because you don't move forward until you have everything perfectly, right? Do you know the exact path you need to take or until you have exactly the resources you need or whatever else that is back? And as I thought about this, I realized like, I just got to move forward. I don't have a lot of time right now. so. Maybe just pulling off to the side and sharing some of the thoughts that have been on my mind and some of the things I want to say is better than just not doing it at all. And so I pulled off to the side of the road. I sat by a river, which you can hear in the background in this little clip, and just shared some of those thoughts. And so I may be doing that a little bit more, at least until life slows down or um, maybe it never will. And this is just the way it's supposed to be is just a little bit more raw, more from the heart and and just the feelings that I have and the thoughts that are on my mind. and. I want to continue to do interviews. I do think that those are important. I have perfectionism paralysis on those as well. For some reason, they make me really nervous, but I'm going to try to get those set up and have those on here as well. But for now, and I'll just, when I have some inspiration come to me, I'll just share it and it'll be a little more raw like this one. So um, here is what I had to share yesterday. Hi, everyone. It's been a minute since I recorded a podcast and I wanted to make sure to get to one this week. It's been kind of crazy around here, but I was driving home from girls camp just now and the uh, you can probably hear the river in the background. It was just so beautiful and I thought I'll just pull over and record a podcast before I head home and get back to regular life because I have a lot in my heart and in my mind and I wanted to share it. Um, last time I talked about three things that we can do to help our children be able to keep their freedom. As you know, there's a lot of um, government oversight and things that are happening that make us kind of feel a little nervous about all the freedoms that we're losing and um, maybe make us feel a little bit unsettled about what's going to happen and what's in the future. But really, the answer is for us each to um, learn how to govern ourselves so that we don't need to rely on outside government to govern us. And the way we do that is through education and through understanding the principles of growth and of self-sufficiency and of abundance and and things like that. So I want to talk about two more things that we can do in our families that will help our children be able to do that, to be self-governing and to have this abundance mindset and know that they can take care of themselves and that they can help others. They don't need to rely on someone else to come and do it for them. The first one I wanted to talk about is just, you know, this ability to work hard, family work, things like that. I... 
I think that a lot of us know that that's obvious. And then we're like, yeah, of course we got to get our kids to be hardworking people. And the problem comes when, when we try to figure out how, right? Like if you don't want to force someone to do something, um, how do you get them to work and how do you get them to want to work and, and to do hard things? And I think, well, there's a couple of things that I think are important for them to understand. One of them is that work doesn't have to be fun. I think we have this mentality in our minds that we got to make work fun for our kids so they learn to love it and want to do it. And so we play games or, or do different activities to help them like really want to work. And the, um, the truth of it is, is that work is not necessarily fun by nature. Like it's supposed to be difficult. That's what makes it work. And so if our kids understand that this is how we build our character is by doing hard things, by challenging ourselves, and that's how we become who we need to be, then they might be a little bit more motivated to work. That they understand that it's an eternal principle, that their character is eternal, even though the dishes are going to get messy and the beds are going to get unmade and all the things we're doing seem to be so temporal. As we are working, we are building who we are, and that's an eternal thing. And so we don't ever have to feel like we're wasting our time or that it's um, a temporal thing we're doing. We're we're doing something that is going to be very, very important in the long run and and that it's okay that it's hard. Another thing that's important is that as we work, we need to be practicing certain character traits. And so a lot of times what we do in our home is we'll have a devotional and we will have like some character trait we want to work on that week or something that we want to, or that day, something that we want to kind of focus on. So maybe it has to do with something someone shared during devotional from their studies or something that we read. But it may be patience or, or forgiveness or diligence, you know, doing things without being asked, um, focus, things like that, that maybe we want to work on. I kind of try to treat work as a mini simulation for real life. How we work together is going to be very indicative of how we're going to go out and work in the world. And so we need to watch ourselves and, and learn and practice in this environment, uh, those skills and those character traits so that when we go out into the world, we will have practiced them and it won't be so hard. And so if our kids understand, you know, we're, this is kind of a, a mini life lesson we're learning here. And we got to start practicing these things now. And so, yeah, sometimes someone's not going to do their part. Are you going to complain and whine or are we going to help them or, you know, what's, what's our role and how do we figure that out? And we can practice that at home. It's really important. The re other reason that I think work is so important to learn and to do at home and the ways that we can teach our kids is that there are governing systems, right? That's what makes our constitution work. It's a governing system for everybody that if we all understand it and, and follow it, then we will be in good shape. But if we start trying to force others or trying to make different rules or go by our own whims, then the governing system doesn't work. And so if I were to just say, you know, you guys, you're going to clean when I'm in a good mood and you're going to not have to clean when I'm in a bad mood. Or I'll give you jobs when I feel like it, or I'm going to, if you're just extra whiny, then I won't give you the jobs. And then they understand that it's, it's kind of like a dictatorship, right? Whatever mom wants or what mood she's in is how the system is going to go. But if they understand like, no, we're all, we're all bound by the system. We're all going to be, we have this um, home system that we do and we can all be governed by it instead of by each other. Then they understand more the principles of freedom and what keeps us free is this constitution and, and the same thing when it comes with our family. It's really tempting when we feel sad for a kid or when to, to not follow up on the consequences because we want them to be happy or we want them to like us or we don't want them to be mad at us. But it's super important. And I'm really bad at this. So I'm just saying this also for myself to make sure that they understand the system and that we're all following it so that 
it's not a dictatorship or by someone's whim, but it's something that works well and that we're all working towards to together. And then the second thing I wanted to talk about today that is really, really important, and I kind of hadn't really considered this so much until someone asked me a question the other day. Um, she said, in your school at Find Your Path Academy, you're trying to help everybody figure out their unique gifts and talents. And I'm just wondering why you're having everybody do like farm work, you know, work at a greenhouse or garden and all these things. That's part of the curriculum. And some kids are going to hate that. Some kids are like her son was really into computers and he didn't want to have anything to do with um, necessarily working outside in the yard. So why, why is that such an important part or why are you doing that? And it made me think about, about those principles and why I felt so strongly about it. But really it comes down to, um, well, one thing, it's just foundational, right? Just like we want to teach our kids to read and to write and to do arithmetic, they need to understand the principles of nature. They, that's where they live. That's what they grow up in. It's God's open book for them to learn from. Um, there's so many principles that they can apply to their own lives when they just take the time to work in nature. Um, not only that, but they will feel God's love for them. Like I tell my kids often when we're hiking, like every flower you see is a little, I love you from God. You know, it didn't have to be there. It's beautiful because he loves us. And so it helps them develop that relationship with, with their maker and that relationship with nature so that they understand that there's enough and to spare. If we work hard on a piece of land, we can grow things that will feed our family and that will feed other families. And those things will make seeds that can be then given to other families. And there's just an abundance of, of things on this earth. We don't need to rely on anyone else to give them to us. If we're willing to work hard and put in our effort, then we can grow the things that we need and our family can be self-sufficient. And, and it's okay to, to ask for help and to trade and to, you know, figure things out like that. But if we don't understand those principles as we're working in nature, not that everybody has to be a farmer, but everybody should understand the principles of growth and abundance that we learn from nature. And we're not going to get those just by reading them from a book. We have to see them. We have to actually plant something and experience the law of the harvest for ourselves to see that what we put in is what we're going to get out. That a seed is going to bring about what it's meant to bring about, just like they are um, children of God and that they are his seed and that they can, they have his characteristics in them in embryo already as they practice them and and put in the work, they'll be able to do great things. And we learn that just by working the earth and by seeing those principles of sunlight and soil and water and what each of us needs in order to grow. Also, this mentality of not having fear. I think a lot of the problems we have with wanting the government to come and rescue us is that we are afraid that we won't have enough. It's this scarcity mentality that there's not enough for everybody. So the government needs to come and disperse it evenly among us so that everyone has enough to live. And that's not true. There's an abundance. And as we work in nature, we see that. And we it, it comes ingrained in our hearts because we see that it's true over and over and over. I think also because of the day that we live in, where there is a lot of a lot of fear, there's going to, you know, we're experiencing kind of a, a drought right now where I live. There's not enough water and there's people's wells that are drying up. And I know uh, we just watched this YouTube video about some of the problems that are happening with throughout the world, like the locusts in Africa and the um, food shortages because that the supply chain is having issues because COVID put a lot of people out of work and um, a lot of animals were sick. And so they had to be euthanized and there's kind of this food shortage and it can be really easy to panic. 
and for us to start wondering, like, what do we even do now? Like, what can we expect? Everything feels a little bit in turmoil. And it's really important as we work together as families and as we help one another and and move forward with trust in God that we don't fear. And that's what nature can teach us. We don't have to be afraid. We can trust um, that there are certain principles that work and that as we follow God, baby step by baby step, he will lead us to what to do and where to go and how to go about it. We don't have to live in fear. He's going to take care of us and we can trust him. And I think that's another important principle that we learn from working outside and working with each other and learning to share and grow and, and be a community. So those are the things I wanted to share. I hope they're helpful and I hope you could hear me over the river in the background. Um, and I hope to get more consistent. I think life is going to continue to be busy, but I want to make sure that I prioritize these things because I just feel that it's a step that Heavenly Father has asked me to take and I want it to be important. So um, I hope that was helpful and I will talk to you soon. Hey, thanks so much for listening. Will you please rate, subscribe, and share this podcast with your friends so that we can grow this warrior family movement and encourage one another in using our unique gifts in the fight for good. And if you'd like to know more about the Warrior Journey program, the events, the school, or any other resources, please visit awarriereducation.com. And I'll see you there.